Sean of the Shed. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sean of the Shed. This is the show that tries to de-terrify tech. De-terrify, is that a word? I don't know, probably not, but I like it. <laughs> anyway, you may remember that back in episode three of this series, I did a overview, an introduction on using computers when you're blind or visually impaired. It was very much aimed at those people out there that have never used a computer before, or at least never used a computer before as a blind or visually impaired person. If that sounds like you, then I recommend that you go back and check that episode out. Go on, it's fine. We'll wait. Ooh, you're back. Good, because in this episode, we're moving past the theory and getting hands-on. Yep, that's right. Thanks to online shopping and Stephen's, quite frankly, laughable credit card security, I have with me today a brand new Windows laptop. So let's get this thing open so I can show you how to set up a brand new Windows computer out of the box and all without sighted assistance. Ha! Let's do it! Okay then, let's get into it. Let's open this box up. Oh, it's like Christmas. What? Oh, that's heavy. What I've got here is a Samsung Galaxy Book Pro 360 laptop. <coughs> Sounds cool, right? But you know what? Forget I mentioned it because it doesn't matter what make it is. It doesn't matter if it's a laptop or desktop. The only thing that matters is that we're talking about a Windows computer. Because when it comes to you setting up whatever Windows computer you end up with, once you take it out of the box and figure out how to turn it on, you'll face pretty much the same setup procedure that I'm going to show you now with this laptop. I say pretty much the same setup procedure because depending on the computer you're using, then yes, there may be a few extra steps or maybe fewer steps that you have to go through. But don't worry about that right now, because once I show you how to turn on the built-in Windows screen reader during the setup process, you'll easily cope with anything it throws at you. Anyway, back to this laptop. Let's open it up without dropping it, otherwise Stephen will kill me. Give it a bit of a shake. Shh. This is a beautiful laptop, very thin. Let's... Oh, caught it. <laughs> don't panic. Everything's fine. Okay, so we have the laptop. Now, you may have noticed that at the start of this recording, I was a little bit, let's say, gung-ho about, hey, I'm going to set this thing up on my own with no sighted assistance whatsoever. We don't need them. Well, let's talk about that because, yes, I am going to try and set this thing up myself with no sighted assistance. I'll get to that in just a minute. But let's be honest, there are some practical difficulties here. Look, if it makes life easier to get someone to quickly take a look and show you where the charging port is on this laptop or where the power button is just to turn it on, then use that help. And there's many a time where I've used services such as Ira or Be My Eyes to help me out with those sort of problems. Oh, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, check out episode 5 of Shaun of the Shed. Plug! 
With all that said, let's see if I can figure this one out for myself. So, most laptops you'll get today are powered by or charged by USB-C. And if I look back in this box next to where the laptop was, I can find, yep, there it is, a USB mains adapter. It's got no wire coming off it or anything. It's just the plug that you plug into your electrical socket on your wall. And on the top side of this mains adapter is a USB-C socket or port. So somewhere in this box should be a USB cable. Which, yep, there it is underneath where the laptop was. So I can plug one end of this cable into that adapter like that. And now I need to plug the other end into the laptop. But where? Okay, so firstly, let's figure out which way round I've got this laptop. Let's open the lid. Okay, that way. So the laptop is facing me. Now, on the majority of them, the charging port will be on the left-hand side and right at the back, right at the back corner of the left-hand side. Yep, I can feel a USB-C port there. So I'm going to say that's where I'm going to plug the charger. Let's see what happens. Back in a minute. I'm not dead! Yes, it didn't explode in my face. Everything seems fine. Although I haven't actually tried turning it on yet because we need to find that pesky power button. As a general rule of thumb, I always start looking for that power button on the top right corner of the keyboard. So let's have a feel. Okay. Oh, it's a very shiny keyboard on this one. I'm not a fan of shiny. Okay, the button on the top right corner has something on it. It does feel different. Ah, let's try it. Let's just hold it down for a few seconds and let go. Anything happening? Oh, there's something on the screen. So I have enough vision that I can see there's something on the screen. No idea what it is, but it's turned on. Now, if you can't see the screen, you may be able to hear the fans spin up when it starts to turn on. Although I've got to say, this is a very quiet laptop at the minute. I can't hear anything. So again, if you need help to make sure it is turning on, then get sighted assistance. Now, the key to working with technology is patience. Because I don't know when the Windows setup process has begun on here. How long does it take from when I press the power button to when it's asking me to set up Windows? I don't know. Could be 30 seconds. Could be six hours. Who knows? Well, okay, realistically, you probably have to wait two or three minutes before the computer has fully powered on and is ready for you. But just to be safe, I'm going to pop off and have a cup of tea. And when I come back, we will try and get this thing to talk to us. It's time for a party. That's better. Anyway, we've left it long enough that we can assume that it's all turned on and Windows setup is now waiting for us. So let's get it talking. To turn on the screen reader, which is called Narrator, I need to press the Control key, the Windows key, and the Enter key at the same time. So if I find the space bar there, if I move to the left, the first key I find is the Alt key, and then to the left of that is usually the Windows key. And then if I keep going, next to the Windows key is usually the FN key or function key. And left again, and the final key is usually control. On some laptops, the control key and the function key 
are swapped around. But I'm going to assume that the last key here on the left is control. So let's hold control, windows. And if I find the enter key, which is the biggest key on the right hand side of the keyboard, and let's press them together. Narrator dialogue. OK. Button. Alt and O. Heads up. Narrator keyboard changes. We've updated the narrator keyboard layout so it more closely matches the experience you may have had with other screen readers. If you want narrator to tell you what commands are associated with the keys you're pressing, you can turn on input learning by pressing caps lock plus one. To turn it off, press caps lock plus one twice. To learn more, press control and windows logo key and then to open your narrator settings and access the online user guide. Boosh! There it is, we have speech! So, as you heard, when you do start Narrator, you will get this dialog box with quite a lot of important information in it. But the main thing, I think, is the Control, Windows, and the letter N keyboard shortcut it tells you about. Because if you press those keys, you will get to the Narrator settings, and more importantly, a quick start guide, which will tell you how to use Narrator. But to be honest, you can do that when Windows is set up. For now, let's just get this setup bit done. So how do we move around this screen and see what's on it? Or hear what's on it? Well, you can do it in a couple of ways. You can just use the Tab key. You'll find that on your keyboard just above the key marked Caps Lock. Pressing the Tab key will jump you to the more interactive items on a screen, such as buttons or text fields. But the best way and the way you should get used to is by holding the caps lock key and at the same time pressing either the left cursor or the right cursor key. Cursor keys are just another name for those arrow keys on the keyboard. Now, when you use the caps lock and the left and right cursor keys, it will jump through absolutely everything that is currently on the screen so you won't miss anything. Anyway, right now we're in this information dialog box. Let's just hit tab and see what happens. Turn off narrator, button, alt and T. Ah, so here's the first button we've jumped to. Turn off narrator. I don't want to do that. Let's press tab again. OK, button, alt and O. This is the one we want, the OK button. Telling narrator, OK, I've heard what you had to say. Now let's get on with it. So to activate the OK button, you can either press spacebar or the enter key. I'm going to press space. Microsoft account window, Windows setup. Welcome, step one of five. And the dialog box has disappeared and we're on the Windows setup screen. Hooray, we got here. As you heard, narrator told me I'm on Windows setup and it said we're on step one of five. But is that all it says on the screen? Let's take a look. Let's press the caps lock key and the left cursor key and see where it takes us. No previous item. Ah, we currently are at the top of the screen. There's nothing before that. No previous items. Good. So let's caps lock and right cursor key to see what's next. Windows setup. Okay, just some text. Let's keep going. Welcome. Step one of five. Status. And again. Continue in the selected language. At level two. English, United Kingdom, one of four. Selected. Okay, so the first thing it's asking us here is, what language do you want to use? Nice and easy. And as you heard, there's a list of languages, but the one that's currently selected right at the top of the list is English United Kingdom, because that's where I live. Now, at this point, I can just hit the Enter key to choose English and move on to the next step. 
But let's say I wanted to choose a different language. How do I move up and down through the list? Well, you can carry on using the caps lock and left or right arrow keys. That's fine. Or you can just use the up or down arrow keys to go up or down through the list. And this time, you don't have to hold down the caps lock key at the same time. So let's do that. Let's arrow down to see what the next language in this list is. Deutsch, two of four, selected. Willkommen, Schritt ein von fünf. Ooh, danke. Okay, let's move back to English before I get confused. Cursor back up. English, United Kingdom, one of four, selected. Now let's hit the enter key to select this language and move on to the next step. Windows setup, just a moment. Oh, okay, now prepare yourselves. Hi there. I'm Cortana, and I'm here to help. A little sign in here, a touch of Wi-Fi there and we'll have your PC ready for all you plan to do. Use your voice or the keyboard along the way, and if you'd like me to stay quiet, just select the little microphone icon towards the bottom of your screen. If you need an assistive screen reader, press the Windows, Control and Enter keys at the same time to turn on narrator. Okay, enough intro. Let's dig in. Okay, let me jump in here. So as you heard, that was Cortana, who is Microsoft's voice assistant. She's here to help. But this is where your experience during Windows setup may differ from mine because you may not get Cortana because Microsoft have decided to retire her. Yep, they're phasing Cortana out. As I'm recording this, there is a transition from Windows 10 to the newer operating system, Windows 11. Now, this laptop, even though it is brand new, is shipping with Windows 10. But the chances are, by the time you hear this, any computer you buy off the shelf will be running Windows 11. So, no Cortana for you. But does it matter? No, not at all. All Cortana does is basically read out the question that's on the screen. And you can simply answer with yes or no. So when you come to set up your computer, if you don't have Cortana, it doesn't make any difference because the screen reader is reading out the question anyway. So I'm just going to ignore her. I'm not going to speak to her. I know, rude. We're just going to carry on using the same navigation keys that we've been using already. The tab, the caps lock and left and right cursor keys and the enter key. Oh. Okay, so she hadn't finished speaking, so I'm going to let her carry on. Windows setup. Your region is set to United Kingdom. Is that correct? Region selection, United Kingdom, 238 of 249, selected. And there she is. So I could have just answered yes to this, and it would have moved me on to the next step. But as you heard, narrator, the screen reader, is still talking in the background and telling me what is selected. So I'm just going to press enter. Windows setup. Just a moment. At Your keyboard is set to United Kingdom. Would you like to stick with that? Keyboard selection. United Kingdom. One of 95. Selected. That's the right keyboard. Let's hit enter. Do you also type with another keyboard layout? Skip button. Nope. Let's hit enter on skip. Windows setup. Just pane. Now, let's get you connected to a network. Network. That way, you can get updates, apps, and cat videos as soon as possible. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Actually, it was. How about the first one on the list? Would you like to use that one? What one? 
She never told me. Lucky we got our trusty screen reader running. But this time, narrator didn't tell me which Wi-Fi network it had automatically selected. So let's take a look at the screen here. We're going to caps lock left cursor. To finish setup, you will need to connect to the internet. Okay, let's caps lock right cursor key to go to the list. Fork handle secured, secured, signal three out of four bars, one of two, selected. That is my Wi-Fi network, so hit enter on that. Connect automatically checkbox checked. If you don't want your computer to automatically connect to your Wi-Fi network, I don't know why you wouldn't, then just hit spacebar to toggle this on or off. Let's move to the next item. Connect button. Okay, enter again. Now, type your credentials. Enter the network security key, edit. Okay, I'm just going to type my Wi-Fi password. No one listen. Hidden, 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 hidden. There we go, now hit enter again. Verifying and connecting. Now just give it a minute or two to connect to your network, and when it's done, you'll hear this. Mission accomplished. You're all linked up. Hurrah! Fork handles connected, secured, secured, signal three out of four bars, one of four, selected. Ah, now this is new because we haven't automatically moved on to the next step. It's still just in the list of available Wi-Fi networks. And if I press enter on the option that's currently selected, which is my Wi-Fi network, I'll just get other options for that network, such as properties or disconnect. How do we move on? Let's go looking for the button labeled next. Again, you could just do caps lock and right cursor key to search around the screen until you find it. But to save time, I'm just going to press the tab key. Link. Properties. And again, tab. Disconnect. Button. Tab. Next. Button. That's the one. Let's hit enter on that. Now what happens is that Windows will go off and look for any updates, anything new that it needs to download from the internet. This could take a while. So let's speed it up with the magic of audio editing. Now we have some important setting up to do. Sit back and relax while we work our magic. Please don't turn off your device. Still setting things up. Thanks for your patience. Please don't turn off your device. We are still working. Your computer will restart before you continue. Do, 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 do. So, in real time, that entire process took around three and a half minutes. So it wasn't too bad, and yes, the computer did restart in the middle of all that, but it was fine, it turned back on again, the screen reader came back on, and now, we're here. Next up, the legal stuff. In short, you'll need to select Accept to use Windows. You can decline, but then, you know, no Windows. Ah, she actually is quite funny. So this is the terms and conditions. Boring! We're just going to tab through until we find the I agree or I accept button, whatever it may be. I'm not going to read this. Who does? Windows 10 license agreement. Link. HTTPS colon double accept button. There it is. Hit enter on that quickly. Windows setup. Just a moment. At level 2. Type your email address or phone number, then follow the instructions to sign in. I'll catch up with you once that's done. Oh, this is dragging on, isn't it? But we're getting there. So now it wants me to sign in to my Microsoft account. Don't worry if you haven't got one already, because there is an option here to create a Microsoft account. So 
you're covered. Anyway, right now I have no idea where I am on the screen, so let's move around using caps lock and left cursor key to see where we are. Get more when you sign in. Enter your email address, phone number or Skype name, email, email, phone or Skype. I think that's where I type in my Microsoft email address, but let's just caps lock right cursor to see what's after this. Link, create account. Ah, thought so, and there's the link if you don't already have a Microsoft account. But I do, so let's go back, caps lock, left cursor. Enter your email address, phone number or Skype name, email, email. Okay, let me just type in my email address. S-H-A-U-N. That'll do. Not giving it away. Let's press enter. Wait, please wait. Next button. What? What happened? I hate it when it does that, so it's just placed me on the next button, so let's caps lock left cursor to see what's happening. Back. Link. Link. Enter the password. Password. Oh, right, of course. Now it wants the password. Let me type that in. Hidden. 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 Stop trying to guess it. Now let's press enter again. Wait. Please wait. Get more when you sign in. Pain. Please wait. I'm waiting. Windows. Use Windows Hello to unlock your PC with just your fingerprint. It's not only faster, it's more secure than a password. Want to set that up now? Cool! This laptop obviously has a fingerprint scanner. Now, I did notice that the power button had a funny feeling to it, so I'm assuming that's where the scanner is. Again, if you're listening to this as a guide when you're setting up your own Windows computer, don't panic if you don't have this. Maybe your computer doesn't have a fingerprint scanner. Maybe instead it has a facial recognition camera. But either way, you'll be able to cope with it. It's fine. We could skip this entire process, but you know what? We're in it for the long run. Let's see if we can quickly set up my fingerprint. Let's take a look around the screen or a listen around the screen. Use your fingerprint to sign in faster and more securely. Set up. Button. Sounds good. Enter. Follow the instructions to teach your PC to read your fingerprints. Touch the fingerprint sensor. Repeatedly lift and rest your finger on the sensor until setup is complete. Windows Hello Setup Window. Button. Button? I'm not sure if I need to press enter on that. You know what? I'm just going to put my finger on the power button and see if it scans my fingerprint. I'm just resting my finger on the power button. I'm not pushing it or anything. Lift it up and put it back down again. Anything? No. Your device oh. is having trouble recognizing you. Oh. Make sure your sensor is clean. Actually, it does feel funny. I think there may be a sticker over it. Let me have a... Yes, there is. So let me pull this sticker off. Okay, let's try this again. Just rest my finger on it. And hopefully this time, with a bit of luck. Great. Touch the sensor again. We're off, lift okay, just again. keep lifting my finger up and putting it back down again. Keep resting and lifting your finger. I am doing. Wow. Lift your finger and touch the sensor again. Yep, you got to keep doing this a few times. Next, button. Rest and lift your finger at different angles to capture the edges of your print. Oh, right, we've changed. Now, I did hear a next button. I'm just going to hit enter to make sure. And now I'm going to put my finger back on the fingerprint scanner. But this time, just doing the edges of my fingertip. Just roll it around a little bit. Lift and roll. Now try another angle. Keep resting and lifting your finger. Yes, I know. Just keep lifting, just keep lifting. Move your finger with each touch. 
I am. Great, try a different angle. Keep resting and lift. Want to set up a pin? Create a pin. Create pin. Button. Oh, wow, that was sudden. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if I was successful in my fingerprint scanning there, but I think so. Either way, it's gone on to the next step, which is create a pin. Create a Windows Hello pin in case we don't recognize you. This will allow you to easily unlock your device and sign into apps and services. Create pin button. So all this, the pin and the fingerprint, is about how you log in to Windows. When you turn your computer on and Windows starts up, it will ask you for a pin, or you can simply hold your finger on the power button to log in. So I'm going to press enter here to create a pin, just in case it doesn't recognize my fingerprints because, I don't know, maybe my fingers are full of chicken grease gravy and biscuit crumbs. Let's do it. Windows setup, Windows security window, cancel, button, alt, C. Uh, again, it's put me at a weird place on this screen on the cancel button. So let's navigate around and find where we type in the pin. Set up a pin. Create a pin to use instead of passwords. New pin. Edit. There it is. Let's type in my chosen pin. Hidden. 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 Now I think I've got to type this in again, so let me just caps lock right arrow. Confirm pin. Edit. Yep. Type it again. Hidden. 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 That should be it. Let's find the OK button. Include letters and symbols. Check. OK. Button. OK. Enter. Windows setup. Account. Step 4. Now, choose if you want to let Microsoft and other apps use your location to help you with directions, weather and more. Ah, now we're on to permissions. We're nearly done. This part of the setup process is all about how much data you share with Microsoft, which of course is totally up to you. Let's take a listen around the screen. Yes, get location-based experiences like directions and weather. Or, no, you won't be able to get location-based experiences like directions and weather or enjoy other services that require your location to work. So there you go, two options. I'm going to choose no. But the way you choose this one is a little bit weird. You need to press space to select it and then find the I agree button. So let's hit space. Space. No, you won't be able to get location-based experiences like directions and weather or enjoy other services that require your location to work. Two of two, selected. It's selected, let's hit tab. Learn more, but accept, button. Let's hit enter on that for the next step. And if you ever lose your device, here is where you get to choose if you want help finding it. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory and it's pretty much the same as what we just did. In fact, the next few screens are all about privacy and permissions. So to save some time and to stop you slipping into a coma through boredom, I'm going to cut them out of this recording. When you get to this part, you'll be absolutely fine. Just make sure you have a good look around the screen with your screen reader, because sometimes you do need to press space on an option to select it and then find the next button to move on. And other times you can just press enter on an option and it automatically skips to the next one. It's a little bit inconsistent, but hey, you'll be fine. And once you plow your way through that, the next thing you'll hear is this Windows setup? We can work some magic so you can use your Android phone from your PC. Make calls, send text messages, use your mobile apps, and more. If this sounds useful, 
We'll send you a reminder to finish setting up the Your Phone app. Now, actually, this sounds pretty cool. I'd love to be able to text and whatever from my Windows computer. But firstly, I've never used the Your Phone app, so I've no idea how accessible it is. And secondly, my Android phone doesn't have a SIM in it. So I'm going to choose... No, thanks. Button. Enter. Windows Setup. Services. Step 5 of 5. Ugh! Want to automatically save files and photos to OneDrive for some added peace of mind? OneDrive. So this is a Microsoft service that allows you to back up your files, such as photos or documents or whatever, to the cloud, which is basically a secure computer somewhere else. It's really handy if you've got multiple Windows computers because you can easily share files between them. And of course, if you have a computer problem and you lose a file, you can get it back. But personally, I don't use this service, so I'm going to choose... Only save files to this PC button. I'm going to hit enter on that. Windows setup. Hey, look, that's me, Cortana. Can I have permission to use the info I need to do my best work? It's so sad she doesn't even know she's being fired. <laughs> I'm going to say no. In Windows, the Cortana voice assistant, sadly, is nowhere near as useful as, say, your smart speaker or even Siri. Hence why Microsoft have decided to get rid of her. Chances are you'll never see this option when you set up your computer. Next. Windows Setup. Services. Now let's see what's new from Windows. The next version of Windows is ready for you to download and install. Whenever you're ready, select Upgrade and we'll download it in the background while you continue setting up. Ah, okay, so this is giving me the option to update to Windows 11. Let's hear what it's got to say. Windows Upgrade Promotion. Microsoft recommends Windows 11 for your device at level 2. Meet Windows 11. We think you'll love it. Learn more. Button. Decline upgrade. Button. Okay, cool. But should you update to Windows 11? It's a tricky question. I mean, the main differences are visual. And to be honest, for a screen reader user, you'll barely notice a difference. With that said, at the time of recording this, Windows 11 does have some, let's say, annoyances for screen reader users. So for now, I'm going to say no thanks. Space. Not sure about Windows 11. At level 2, moving to Windows 11 is seamless. It will download after you reach your desktop, so you can keep using your device without interruptions. Wow, they really want me to update. You can always update later on anyway. You don't have to do it now. Let's find the no button again. Skip for now button. Skip for now. That's the one. Let's hit enter on that and we should be done. Windows setup. Pain. Almost done now. Almost! We just need to get a few more things polished up for you, and Windows will be all yours. Looking forward to helping out. Ah, oh, you won't be. Sorry. Getting your PC ready. This might take a few minutes. Don't turn off your PC. Ah, oh, finally! Okay, so just give it a few minutes to finish off, I don't know, whatever it's doing, but eventually you will find yourself actually inside. Windows. And you'll know you are when you hear this. Narrator dialogue. OK. Button. Alt and O. Heads up. Narrator keyboard changes. We've updated the narrator keyboard layout so it more closely matches. <laughs> yep. We're back to where we started. 
When Windows starts up for the first time and you've got Narrator already running, it's going to show you that information dialog box that we saw at the start of setup. Again, just tab until you find the OK button and hey presto, welcome to Windows. <laughs> that was a long one, wasn't it? And I'll be honest with you, trying to make going through the Windows setup process funky or sexy or even engaging for you, the listeners, is really difficult. But the whole point is that, look, I was able to set up this new computer out of the box totally on my own. And if I can do it, you definitely can. Yes, you'll get confused, you'll get lost, you'll get angry along the way, as I did. But to be honest, everyone feels that way when they're setting up a new computer anyway, sighted or not. Anyway, that's how you do it. But now we're in Windows, what can we do? Well, I think we'll leave that for another episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. As ever, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email feedback at ami.ca. Take care, and I will see you next time. Next time.